On this episode of The Brodies, we are talking, doing it for the culture with the true ambassador, Aladdin Prince of 93.9 WKYS. Make sure you check us out. Welcome to the Brody Gang. And we back, doing it for the culture to move the culture. We live from the Bordeaux, the bunch of bros on the couch. I'm Mr. Brown. I'm Cass. Poppy here in the building. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get over it. As we talking about... Uh, what, what what are we talking about today? We got a special episode. This is a special episode. This is going to be for the culture, by the culture. We're going to talk everything that's going on right now. Everything? Yo, wait, wait. We got to put some limitations on that, Joe. What limitations you want on it? I, I don't know. I'll figure it out as I go. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do it for the culture. But we have an ambassador of the culture in the building today. We have the one and only Aladdin Duh, can't say duh. Duh, <laughs> duh, Prince <laughs> up on here. What, what you want to say to the peoples out there? Hold up, man. Hey, thank you for inviting me to the house, fellas. This is part of the Brodies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> welcome, welcome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can cuss on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, fuck your couch. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh shit, out the gate. All right. Out the gate, let's go. Oh, nah, I appreciate y'all having me, though, man. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. We appreciate you, man. We know you're busy, so we definitely appreciate you coming out here to rock with us, man, on this Tuesday night and uh, Wednesday night, she's saying. Like, it don't like, even matter, no man. It don't matter what yeah. night this is, matter, bro. Man. It don't matter what yeah. night this is. They don't know when we do our shit. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need to timestamp us. Shit, that's why I don't be putting nothing on my IG live. I don't need you checking on me. I don't need no <laughs> RoboCops. All right, so let's, 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 let's be doing it for the culture. Let's talk about some of the things that's going on in the culture right now. Okay. So Takashi69 uh, apparently is stitching on everybody right now. And I do mean everybody. And I just want to get, what, what's y'all thoughts? About about this, cause I know y'all got some strong strong opinions about it. Before I totally flip the script on all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, um, when 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 you when you're an icon the way you are and you're moving a certain way, there's there's some points in your life where you have to slow down. You need somebody in your circle to say, "Yo, you doing too much. Slow down." And it got too big for him. That fire got too big. And now he's testifying against his own people, like his friends. I mean, in court, pointing out, yeah, it was him. He told me to do it. He he, he the whole new Nino Brown now. He the, he the new Nino Brown. <laughs> oh, shit. He's the Nino Brown uh, of the culture right now. And I think if, if you're going to live that lifestyle, you definitely got to do your time. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. You agree Damn, with that, Cass? Nino, Nino Brown? But at least Nino did it with style. He did it with flair, <laughs> like... I'm taking all y'all down with me. Um, nah, I, f- I agree with you a little bit. It, for me, it's more so, I think in the music industry, there are a lot of artists where I'll use the word corrupt figures back them, and then that music artist feels empowered to do certain shit because they have a certain backing behind them. So if you're talking about 6 9 he had the bloods behind him, so he had that gang Snitch culture nine. behind him. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. That's going to be his new name. Oh, that's definitely, again. I don't even. He's going to start rapping again watch and make it hot to snitch. Oh, no, no, no. He's he's definitely not going to do that. Um, no. But I, I can't even believe you called him an icon. Like, I, I, <laughs> hey, I, I wasn't even there. I was like, <laughs> icon? Nah, <laughs> no way. Cast. That was definitely uh, cast. Nah. <laughs> what? Nah. Pop got uh, here going with him an icon. Don't blame that on me. <laughs> nah, but. I'll, I'll, yeah, I was gonna let that shit slide. <laughs> so, uh, no, nah, I couldn't. No, I, no, he's definitely no, not an icon. Let, let definitely, but like <laughs> before, without this snitching, like he, he he had a big buzz going on. I, icon may be too big, but he did have a big buzz going, right? He did I have mean, a big buzz. Yeah, he was getting hot. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't call it, you know, more than that. You know, seeing artists come and go. Yeah, I, I can't say what the longevity of him would have been. 
Um, I, for me, just being a musician, you know, I didn't hear anything longevity-wise. To me, it's just like a lot of yelling on the track. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So Which, it's like, I mean, yeah, you got your fads. It's, it's hot now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But where is he going to be 10 years from now, Exactly. And, and and especially the way music is now, like the, the younger generation of kids, like they... They, they don't they, listen to that nigga. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I, <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah, it's cool, but, but at for the end now. Of the day, yeah, you know, when when you move a certain way, like there are consequences that come with that. You know, it was funny. Yeah. Um, there was a clip on social media where Charlamagne and God was interviewing him, and he was like, "Yo, you got to slow down some." He was telling him this like before all this happened, and Takashi was like, "No, I'm good. I, I I did beef this, that, and the third. And then you fast forward time, and now you in federal court telling, you well, know? I mean, you know, for me, the bigger picture is you you promote this street life, but you're not really about mm -hmm. that. You get what I'm saying? And that's that's where the biggest travesty is in all of this. You know, you got somebody that was saying, yeah, I'm of the streets, but you don't know the street code, yeah. you know? So for me, on a bigger scale, you know, coming from that environment, making it out, it's like, why one, like, being from that, it's, it's like, if you really from that, you want to get out of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That like, so it, it's it's hard for me to even digest when I see people that are like, yo, like, I'm this, I'm that, woo, 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 kind of glorifying it. In like, the, in if you are about it, you ain't glorifying it. You not. Like, you doing what you got to do to do what you got to do. And you know what I'm saying? The goal is to hopefully pray you make it out alive. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for him, it's a, a fortunate situation. Um, but this is, I think, the bigger picture is like you seeing someone that that perpetrated something that he's not about, you know. And on a bigger scale, it's like, nah, like I can't respect it. Like I can't if he can't. There's nothing you can do moving forward. You know what I'm saying? To say your credibility is gone totally, you know. And I, I feel like as a man, only two things you got is your balls and your word. That's yeah. you know what I'm saying. And you definitely seeing like. You know, when that pressure was on, I it think Pharrell. Yeah, him. exactly. You, you know, know where he lived? I know where his mom lived. Yo, yeah, yeah, all of that. You know, I think Pharrell got the best acronym, man. He said, snitch. Sorry, nigga, I'm trying to come home. <laughs> <laughs> I, yo, that's really greatest, greatest thing ever, but the realest. Top yo, five. Yo, I should. he should have said like this. He should have been like, hey, guys, come in close. I want to tell you something. If you do some shit around me, I'm going to tell. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to let that be known right but now. The, but the thing is, is that I feel like for 6ix9ine, I want to get, I, I do want to give him some credit because I think he was smart Why? in the way, in the way he, in the way he was able to glorify it and make the money off of it. He was I a troll, nigga. But I'm I mean, not, yeah. I but but we, there, there's does a, there's does he have money? I mean, at this point. At, you, this at, point, at this point, no. I'm talking before all this. Like, but did he even have it then? I mean, you got to think like you you probably paying people off and you oh know no, what that's saying? a fact. So when I when I okay, let me rephrase that. So no, when I say yes, that, please do. I'm right, listening. Go, go ahead. I'm listening. All right, nigga, damn. <laughs> like I'm not right next to him. Um, <laughs> so when I say that, I mean like so for six nine, he had the Bloods and the gang culture backing him up or whatever, like giving money to him, like giving paying for his studio time, all this shit or whatever. So for him, he I'm not. Green with him. I'm not co-signing this, but for him, he felt empowered to like do certain shit or talk about certain people because he knew he had people behind him because they were invested in him making it. Because I'm putting all this money in you, nigga. You gonna make it so I can get this shit back. All right. So let's go back with the argument you just saying that you saying he got this gang culture 
affiliate with him, so he has to do certain things. And no, not it, that he it, has to, but he uh, feels but, but empowered. But I'm like, say, ain't Vince a crip? And Vince Staples ain't doing that dumbass shit. I go, I'm, I'm side with Vince on that. I'm just saying how some, everybody's not going to be Vince. Vince is one of a kind to me. Man, shit, ain't YG a blood? I listen. That's above my pay. Yeah, we're, I, I was like, know, I don't know. I, I don't know the logistics <laughs> of how you become any of those things. You know like, what I'm saying? I don't know. You, you apply according <laughs> according like, to them. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't so want to speak on nothing. But like with, <laughs> with the gang culture, with the gang culture back in six nine, it's like how there were theories about the mob back in Elvis back in the day. I feel like it's always been in the music industry shit, always like that happens. So when you have certain people back and you feel empowered, yes, he shouldn't have been doing that shit because obviously I'm not trying to, if you're about that life, you don't want to put it on social media out in the public because I'm not trying to get caught. I'm not trying to have cops come at me. I'm not trying to rap about what we be doing. So that's why I'm just like, he, I just think he got, he should have knew when to quit and he did it. So I think that's what was his downfall. Besides, all obviously, the shootings and all that shit, too. But I do think if there was a point, it's like Walter White. There was a point where you could have just stopped and you would have been good. But you just had to keep on going. Nah, I was eventually going to catch up with him one way or another. I'm I'm big on energy, so I feel like the energy you put out is the energy you're going to receive back. Right. So one way or another. It was, (laughs) oh, it was coming, bro. You you was asking for it. You had to get it. Hey, Pop, look at this, man. Yo, yo, yo. For the first time ever. We had an Elvis reference, followed followed up by a Walter White reference. We had two white men referenced in the same statement about the gangsterisms. Yeah. Is gangsterisms is that a word? Gangsterisms of uh, 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 black nigga. folk. Uh, and I appreciate you, Cass. Even though I talk bad about you on on air, I love you and I care about you, but you still ain't shit. But you never gave me a hug, though. We still going to. I'm not giving you a hug. It is not necessarily because I am homophobic. I embrace my gay brothers and sisters, but uh, I just don't want to hug you. There's <laughs> a difference. There's a difference. I, 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 what, what is, I, I'm Cassis. That, is that, is that, that a word? That's a word for the, for the time being. So the other hot take that's doing it for the culture, I, I, I want to get y'all thoughts. Uh, Fantasia was saying oh, this gonna be good. To, today, uh, and hopefully we don't have our, uh, our female listeners by by half or a fourth or whatever. Toxic masculinity. To- 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 oh, now, I already told you I'm not toxic. Um, I love women, and women love me. At least that's what I tell myself. Uh, <laughs> so she said the reason that women are single, and I'm pretty sure Chelsea's going to listen to this and like, yo, why you ain't had me in the studio to talk about this? Uh, that women are single because too many are trying to be the leader, and they're not willing to submit to their men and allow mm. them to be the head. Mm. And that's why they're not getting ahead because they don't know how to follow. They're not giving head or they're not... Oh, my oh. God. Oh. And that's yeah. why... Uh, that, that, that's In you. 2019? No. Like, <laughs> how, how you gonna have a hot girl summer and you don't give hot girl head? What, what is that? Like, what, what are we doing? Hot girl. Oh, oh man. I, 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 I must admit, when someone hot in 2019... I'm in my 30s, America. I'm talking to you now. I ain't talking to them. They know my age. I'm in my 30s. America. And, and, and when someone says they don't do that act, I'm like, huh? How do you not get fellatio in your 30s? I'm like, what What, what do you mean? Just, like, that's that's damn near like kissing. Like, we already <laughs> talked talk about it. That's second base, baby. That is second base. I don't know what third base is, but that is definitely second. 
Well, no, third, third naked, third base naked. If second base is hey, yeah. third base can't be naked. Uh, so first is then shit. A bunt is kissing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I done messed up the whole whole joint. You know what the funny part is? I was just trying to say that as a joke, and I was like, oh y'all really, yeah, y'all really felt the way about that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, nah, oh, nah. Man. I was like, damn, I felt that. And yo, cause it's, it's ridiculous. Cause America, I'm talking to y'all. I'm an equal opportunity employer. Nice. In that, that if, if what 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 you are willing to give to the workplace, uh-huh. the workplace is willing to give to you. Preach, my brother. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Like, like, like we in the middle of cuffing season, so you gotta let you know what what requirements this team is gonna give to you as you trying to get chose. And if you do, I my expectations are that you are doing that thing. Therefore, I'm not gonna refuse that act for you, ma'am. I you know I hear the the. Good quote from the Bible that says, "Do unto others as they would do to you." <laughs> yes, sir. That, that's First Poppy chapter one verse thirteen. <laughs> nigga, you got a book, nigga? When the fuck yeah. did you write a book? The, the new edition coming in uh, December. It's on the way. All right. Oh <laughs> shit! This. Oh shit! So, so they got to give head to get ahead. That's what we saying right now. Oh man, that's I funny. like that. <laughs> Headisms. Uh, that's a, <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh shit. I'ma get I'm gonna get text messages now. Uh, we all are. Yeah, so okay. so um, so how do y'all feel about that statement? Do you feel that that is true? Ooh, that I, is that the oh. reason why women why there's a bunch of single women? Because we talked about it last episode. We we had our our guests in the building. And shout out to Serena and Jada. And we we talked about how they say there's a bunch of economically unattractive men out there, which you know that's mm, that's that's an interesting economically unattractive. Economically now, unattractive. Break that down for me. What that, does that, that, that be? That, that, they, they don't. We they say there's a bunch of dudes out there. deadbeats. Like like I can't. If I got especially in today's generation, like women. Especially black women are all, way more educated than the black men at this point. They got multiple degrees, mm-hmm. and they say, "How the hell I look like with my masters and my PhDs making sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred thousand dollars, talking to Bobo on the, on on the street who who sing a little bit of weed, but he ain't really bringing nothing to the table." You know, so well, or, you or they whatever, but they saying they they not economically attractive, and the ones who are economically attractive are hoes. Like that's <laughs> as simple as that. Like baby, I make a hundred thousand dollars a year. You think I'm? You know, they either already settled down, they've been settled for a while, or they like, damn, I ain't settled yet. I can't settle because I make a hundred k plus. I shit, because you gonna want half and. <laughs> What 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 uh Eddie Murphy say? Like you came in with number the bag <laughs> and now you won't have you why you kid. treat me like animal Eddie <laughs> You know you was, was butt naked in Africa when I first found you. Yeah, yeah. Now you won't have? So so I, I I don't know. What what y'all say? I know I said a lot. Oh, so here's the thing, right? First, uh if you messing with someone that deals in the weed industry, <laughs> understand that that is now a billion dollar industry. <laughs> that is so rough. You know, if if you got the right one that's in the yeah, weed yeah. industry, you might want to hold on to him right about now, ladies. Yeah, yeah. Let me give you a little bit of game, especially in the uh, DC area. Oh my goodness! Listen, he got that. If he can get that grower's license, yeah. oh my god! 
<laughs> Woo! All right. So, um, you know, there's a couple of things that that kind of uh, factor into this. And, you know, as men, I think we got to take a step back and, and sympathize with our ladies, our queens, uh, because... There are a lot of black men that are behind this, the, the walls, you know what I'm saying? And the, the ratio of black men to women uh, is significantly significantly different, you know what I'm saying? And I know women, like I know black women, they don't really, a lot of them for real, for real, they not dating outside their race. You get what I'm That's saying? Funny. So with them having a smaller pool of of men to choose from, you get what I'm saying? It, it's tough. Um, but I do think, though, on top of that, there's certain isms and things that they've adopted. Like, I don't need a man for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, when the, when a man hears that, it's like, well, all right, cool. cool. Yeah, all right, <laughs> bet. You know what I'm saying? You I'm don't need me for nothing. That does. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think it's certain stereotypes and things that, you know, as women, they got to be conscious of the messages they're putting out. And and taking, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got Megan Thee Stallion running around here, hot girl summer. Oh, you know, it's not even her because I think her message got kind of kind of confused with the city, city girl. girl like, yeah, yeah. So it, it's you know like, what I'm saying? Was just but saying, like, yeah, be you, empower yourself, be you. Do you like get your money from that nigga? Do yeah, be ratchet. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I I think you know the messaging got has gotten. Confused, and you know when when we when you look at it, you know what I'm saying, ladies, y'all gotta be clear on on what y'all putting out there. Once again, going back to the energy thing, energy you, put, you out, put out, what you gonna get back? So, yo, you, you, know. you said something interesting to me, and it was like I don't need a, a man for nothing, and I'm thinking in my head, great, that's what I'm looking for, boo. <laughs> I don't want to give you nothing either. <laughs> we on the same plane, baby. Let's do what we do. Dutch, yes, <laughs> all the time. Uh, now, let me ask you how y'all feel about this whole. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I feel like women are in a in a space where y'all watch the Dave Chappelle jump. Oh hell yeah! yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he was dead on. He was like, you know, I think women are speaking up. They are definitely more in a powerful space. But I think the messaging and the way they going about it has kind of been the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? He's saying, like, what you're seeing now, as far as, like, the, the strict uh, laws on abortion and stuff are a result of the Me Too movement. So, I don't know. I just kind of want to see what, what y'all felt about that situation. The strict laws or Yeah, they say, like, you know, he, he was basically saying, and, and, it's, and it's, it's special if you haven't seen it, is that pretty much, like, you with these states that are now trying to pass these laws on reversing uh, the abortion and, and women can't. Aren't are not able to quote unquote get abortions now um, are a result of the way women have been pushing the Me Too movement, and that just kind of goes hand in hand with you were saying like as far as you know the women feeling single or are more single because you know they feel more empowered. So do you think in a sense like they're with this empowerment, it's also pushing or it feels like you said kind of. Um, it's pushing men away and looking at it like, I don't know. Like, I don't want somebody that's submissive. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, I don't think nobody wants somebody that's submiss- uh, submissive. I'm butchering the words. Fuck it. I don't care. Um, I, for me, I read this book about a year and a half ago. Well, I read two books, technically. Um, it was a book called... Like you what? read it? Yeah, oh, I know. I'm right? sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it was a book called What Men Want and What Women Want. 
Because right. I read both of them because I want to get, I want to see just, both. Yeah, both I was like, sides. what men was like, hmm, yeah, what you yeah. think niggas want? And then what women want? I wanted to kind of see both sides. And one thing that I still what men want that page was like what four four pages? Yeah, it was four pages. Long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we don't need too much. We don't yeah. need much. Feed me, fuck me. <laughs> Give me space when I need it. Be, Watch be quiet. The game. Be quiet. <laughs> no, but um, book, for like book over. And but like for in. the for the woman part, it was like some. It was like a man telling a woman, "You have to let a man be a man." Sometimes, like that. That when I say that, I don't mean like let him right. be like reckless. Right, right. But like, like for the example they gave was like we're prideful. So like in the moment, if I'm wrong in public, just back me in public. Then when we get home, like behind closed doors, kind of tell me yo, cash, you was wilding, blah blah blah. And that same goes for men. You got to let your girl be a girl. Let a woman be a woman. So, like, if mm. in certain moments, if, like, say, for example, the son she wants to do that you don't really want to do, but you see this is really important to her, she's like, all right, whatever, just let's do this shit. Or if she, you guys are arguing, and you would clearly see she's way more passionate about this than you are, and you're like, in your head, you're like, why are you so mad? But, like, just not showing it, just be like, all right, she wants to get this off, get it off, I can take it, right. it's fine. So it's really trying to mm. understand those dynamics with each other. So when you said women are feeling more empowered, they should. Now, it's whenever you try to like change the establishment or challenge the status quo. So like with the Me Too, with the Me Too ever, you're gonna keep challenging men. The powerful men like are gonna try to like fight back with it. It's like explain yourself. What do you mean? Because you're saying the powerful men will fight back. Because I think I think some dudes. Like the men that could control, like the people that can control the laws. Like when I say the, like, yeah, that. but but the way I say about it, because they're it, old, they're it, usually it, older. It, like if if, if old ass white men, uh, fuck old ass white men. You know how I feel about you. Listen to this podcast enough. You know I got strong opinions about a lot of things, and I he's racist. I'm I'm not racist because I cannot be <laughs> racist because I am black. I already told y'all that numerous the times. Can't well, the oppressor can't be the oppressor. No, that ain't true. No, no, that ain't true. The oppressor can't can, be the oppressor. Openly, it's okay I, to be openly racist. Or, I, can, I can be super prejudiced. I am not racist because I cannot uh, okay, control gotcha, systems gotcha, okay, of, uh, gotcha, of power. Gotcha. can't be the oppressor. Prejudice, I can't, prejudice I can't, is, is a good. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm prejudiced okay. as hell. Okay. That's strong fair, strong prejudices. Strong okay. prejudices. But the way I'm thinking about it is that, oh, man. Is that we have men who have been used to this. Like, we're, for the most part, we're, we're millennials. I've been trying to get a part of the Zenio class, you know, that Gen Xers Zen. and millennials done combined together so I don't got to be with the millennials no more. I want to be with a part of them. But they say my birthday be fluctuating that nah. year. And, you know, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure that out. But with that being said, I've grown up where you respect women, you, you believe women, you do all these things. And so it's a bunch of old dudes when you could, when all they expected women to do was take care of kids, that's never been my reality. Right. I, I've been raised by a black woman. Right. Uh, like, like, my mom put food on the table and was out there in the workplace. She was the only black woman in corporate America feeding her kids. My mom taught me a lot of things, and now I'm supposed to be like, a woman got to submit to me? Shit, I ain't never met a submissive woman. None of my aunts mm, submissive. Right, right, None of my, right, my like, like right. I don't know that life. And so why I'm going to be like, oh, we got to control women? Like, yo, nah, they, they good. They been handling shit. I'm from a black-ass community where I got mamas of the church. I got my mama. I got all these people taking care of things. Like, they, they are smart. They are powerful. Facts. They could do all these things. So why the hell am I going to push back about 
what the hell hell they want and what 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 they're gonna do. And that's that's all I gotta say. I had some other thoughts, but I should have wrote it down in my, my <laughs> pad, you know. Because before I get on my rants and shit, I gotta set the record straight, niggas. <laughs> I'm educated out here. I read books. Oh, I did want to say one thing. America, once again, I'm talking to you. America. If you haven't listened to uh, the podcast, uh, once upon a time, I was happily married. Mm, not so much any uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> in, okay. in, 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 anymore. But before I got married, I, I read this quote uh, that she shows no respect because, he, because she doesn't feel loved. He shows no love because he feels no respect. Men don't really care if they're loved, but they damn sure care that they're respected. Women, nah, chill. My girl better love me, nigga. No, but if she start being disrespectful, oh no, we fighting. Yeah, dis- <laughs> dis- disrespect drives a man up the wall more than feeling like, oh, I don't love you no more. It hurts, but you be like a disrespectful person. Oh shit, now I gotta kill a nigga. Now like, we got, now <laughs> we got a problem. Yeah, call Poppy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for what y'all need. Yeah. I need new burners, old burners. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're, you're new here, but Poppy a killer. Poppy a killer. Poppy got the AKs in the... First of all, no, I, I'm not no TI out here. Yeah, no. you, you, you teaching the children. Let yeah, the boy yeah. know. I teach first grade math, so shout, shout, out, shout out to my kids. Um, but no, but, but I, I think... So you teach them how many go in the clip. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I got a chopper for you right now. Say one more thing during this test. I'm going I'm to light this whole classroom up, you know? Um, but 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 what Brown and what you guys were saying was, I think um, you have to like w- within relationships, you have to accept who you're dating. You can't change a person, but you can help mm. that person grow over time. And I think that's what you have to kind of pick and choose your battles. You know, because um, at the end of the day, you want to grow. You know what I'm that's saying? That's the that's the problem. I think that's the main thing that's happening between men and women. As I go on my my rant, is that women want to change. While men want things to stay exactly the way the way I saw you in the club that night, I want you to look like that forever. You know, I know stretch. That's a big stretch. No, but, but, but the way I, I, we we must accept I get, change. I get the premise of what he's trying yeah. to say. I get yeah, the but, premise. But, but think about it like this: a woman changes her hair like every two to five years. A man will keep this thing. You mean two to five days? Right. I was going to say, what type of woman are you dating? While, while a dude. Changes his haircut once every 10 years. I, I stopped rocking waves when my hair decided to give up. That's when I stopped rocking waves. And now I'm going to rock this bald-ass head until kingdom come. Mm. Women, women, women might keep the same hair wrap for a couple months. And so I'd be like, all right, listen, you got to get a new one now. Listen, you got to get a new hair wrap now. We, I'm now. just All I'm saying is that we change at different rates. Yeah, but it, it's nothing wrong with change. Like I, I think you should change to grow, to like push each other to be better than what you were. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, it's tough because every relationship is different. Every person that you date is going to be different than the last person you dated. Any chick that we talked to has been different than the last chick we talked to. It might be some similar characteristics, but at the end of the day, if you're going to push somebody, push them to grow. You know, push them to go, push them to be better than what they were. I'm not saying you have to change anybody, but you can change and grow in different areas of your life, though, if you're pushed the right way, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. The best <laughs> advice that I ever got was that at their core, people don't change. You can change the outside of it, but at your core, you are who you Ooh. are. You're not... Like, you're altering, you're altering for situations. You'll change it for certain things. Like, at your core, like, if you're a hustler, you're a hustler. You're just going to change what you're hustling. Like it just uh, at your core. I dis. I'm gonna say I disagree. I think I think change is is conditional upon your mindset, right? Like you can you can 
you won't change if you decide that that's something you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like anybody that that is constantly wanting to grow, you have the first thing you got to do is accept change. You know what I'm saying? I think I think especially our generation, though, I think we're more adaptive to change because I think if you just look at technology, just to start with the cell phone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Think about from when cell, just from Audi, oh, 30, 28, 30, 35. Yeah, okay. So we all are kind of the same in the same in the same age. So right. Uh so just think of the cell phones, right? We went from what? The next tail chirp to the no to the kill. side to the sidekicks. Side kick, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so before we even got to the iPhones and the galaxies, we didn't saw so much change. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I think with us, I think we're more adaptive to change. On top of that, we are now shifting the way things are happening because we see change before a lot of people. You get what I'm saying? So I think when it comes to change in relationships, I think that comes down to the person willing. Like we, If we can change with technology and all these other things we want to adapt to, yeah. you can definitely change within your relationship. I think that comes down to your personal choice as far as whether you want to or not. I, so uh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but... I get what you're saying. We're like we we adapted. We changed with phones. Like if we change with phones, you change with technology. We could change our relationships. A lot of with shit people. we change with emails, like, emails, you know what I'm saying? Jobs, text messages, everything. jobs. Like yeah. I get that. When I say like people don't change at their core, like I'll use a Jay Z example. Like Jay Z, I feel like to me, this is my opinion. He's like a hustler at his core. Right. Like he's always trying to push and move stuff. You can't, you can't teach. teach that. Right. So you went for him starting selling crack, and then he was able to shift that hustle into something different, into like the rap game. Now with what he's trying to do with his social justice movement. It's just different forms of the hustle. So like you're going to, of course, change with the times because you have to. Because if you don't change with the times, life is going to pass you by. You have to change and adapt. So that's why where I feel you're going to change. Like You're going to have to change. You just like have to. There's some people that that fight that, though. You get what I'm saying? And those people get stuck in like, they get stuck. You get extinct. Like shit, baggy clothes used to be in. And exactly. Now not in. You right. have to change. Like, I, uh, you still could dress nice, but like you had baggy I, nice. I thought we talked like fitted yeah. nice. Nah, for sure. I'm just using that example. I thought we talked about right. fashion last last episode, and they said baggy's back. That's what that's what they said. The women said the baggy back. I can't get with it. Yeah, uh, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I like my clothes cool. to fit. Baggy and back, fabulous, waiting for jerseys to come back. It don't matter. Man, remember when we was I'm teenagers. down with the fabulous. I'm down with the jerseys. <laughs> I, can do, I can do the jerseys. Still rock my jerseys. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at that. Yeah, get on it. Man, I'm I'm thankful. I'm thinking I'm an older old, old man now. I like the like that because I remember when I was a teenager. Remember trying to run with when you was busting the sag real tough. You know how hard that was. Oh, that shit was hard. You trying to like God dang. Like I can't run run in Timberlands as fast as I want to. Put these uh, trainers on or something, man. <laughs> Try to get it going. Nah. Hey, y'all see the Chris Rock special though? Uh, tambourine? The tambourine. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's fire. I think that that line he said about men and women is definitely true. He said, uh, for those that haven't seen it, was that the that, part where he said young couples just need to fuck? That's all y'all need to do? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> that that's definitely. If you ain't got no kids, you should be fucking <laughs> and traveling. <laughs> definitely should be doing that. Definitely co-sign that. Now the part where he was like, uh, only people that are loved unconditionally are women, children, and dogs. Yep. Those are the only three people that are loved unconditionally. That is a fucking 
fact. He said, men are only loved under the conditions that they provide something. (laughs) Woo, if that wasn't gospel, boy. That's gospel. And it's it's true. And as I was laughing, I was laughing my ass off. And then I stopped. I was like, where is the lie? Because that that, that was one of those, like, the light bulb super came on as a man. Oh, my God. I was like, wait a minute. And it's he, he that's that's not that is a prophet, bro. Like I can't even that is some God ordained ministry right there. Because if you think about it, as a man, you're always taught to be the provider and the protector. So in, in a sense, you as a true man, you know what I'm saying. You want to provide something like women need. So whether it's emotional stability, whether it's financial, you gotta provide something. If they're not getting something from you, they check out. Nah. Got to be in your A game. Got to. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Chris Rock, man. I just I just wanted to do those. That was funny. What's that? And back at back in 2008, I was living at home with my mama, right? Mm-hmm. Working, working retail, uh, not making many bucks, but I was still getting mad play because due to the recession, they was all about that potential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yo, he got potential. He talking that talk. It's about to be cool, man. About to hop on it. I got I got a little game for you guys or a little 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 something. Uh, so I, I borrowed play no this. Games, play uh, no we, games. We'll do some first five. Fuck around, give okay. you my last yeah, name. Yeah. Oh, he just ignored my singer. Yes, yeah. oh. always. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> if you don't know me by now, you will never, 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 never know me. All right. Never, so, never. what's the first album? And be doing this because I, I guess. Has his section first five, you know? Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, 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 five first. I yeah, see. did you research? Okay, yeah. I hear you. I heard you. I said, so, oh, okay. so, so, prepared. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you know, you know, we got Aladdin the Prince in the building, and so we want to do first five. So, uh, this is for everybody though. Um, and I've adapted that because I used to say every because I'm from South Carolina, but I thought er, everybody. Erry, that's that's the DC, <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, DC yeah, slang. Yeah, Erry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it make me feel part part of the culture that that's I'm in now. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Um, what was the first album you ever owned? I would say purchased, but sometimes we get an album we didn't realize. Mm. You know, but what's the first album you ever owned? Anybody who wants to jump in first? One twelve. Uh, what was it? The one with Peaches and Cream, um, it's over now. I'm butchering. I'm, the name is slipping that's, in my mind. That's the second album, right? I don't, I think that's their second album, but that was like the first album because I remember my uncle had the CD and he just like gave it to me. Oh. Now I'm just bumping that shit all the time. So like Dance With Me, that was my, I think that was the best song in the album to me at that like oh. at that time. Oh. It's changed now, but. You got that R&B in you. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. My uncle used to just drive around in the car and I was like, uh, Peaches and Cream. My uncle's just looking at me like, this nigga don't know what he's saying, but. Whatever. But that was like my first album that like I owned, I bumped with. That was my shit. Crazy. I that so was part three. I'm sorry. I think it just hit me. Part three? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that part three? I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh my first album's crazy. It was actually at three years old. Um I used to collect records. Like my my parents would take me to the record store and um the first album I ever pulled out was uh it wasn't even an album. It was like the single. You know what I'm saying? The big four or five. Yeah. But it was uh, Bob Marley, Get Up, Stand Up. Oh, okay. man. That's good. That's good. Poppy, when's the last time you had Peaches and Cream? 
Oh, I plead the fifth. Oh, my God. That's definitely what that is. My bad. Go ahead, Pop. My my um, I remember at six years old, I was listening to Earth Wind and Fire, uh, September, nice. in the kitchen with my dad. That, and, that was um, Joe. That was Joe record. Yo, yeah, yeah, he bought it from. He bought it from. He was like, this, this is the first album. It was on a cassette, man. And I remember he played it um in this little Sony uh double disc uh cassette player with the speakers downstairs. I was like, what is this? And then I heard the music, and you know, I was like, oh, okay, this is dope. Earth Wind and Fire, you know. So I can appreciate that. All right, you know, it it was a tie. Um. Between MC No Hammer. ties out here, nigga. Pick one. I, I can't remember which I got first because they both very, very early. My G. Which one don't, you like better? Don't, don't be rushing me, bro. Which one you like better? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> chill. Chill. The first one. <laughs> uh, too Legit to Quit. MC Hammer. Ooh. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And then the second one, I think I used to listen to a whole lot. Shows, I was young. MC Scat Cat. I don't know if y'all know MC Scat Cat, but nah. he had a song with Paula Abdul where I think Family Guy made a joke about it. It was like Paula Abdul singing with like a cartoon cat. And she's like, two steps forwards and two steps back. <laughs> and it's like a cat like rapping with her and shit. And I'm like, yo, this MC Scat Cat is going all the way, man. <laughs> he is amazing. And you know, you can't be talking that MC Scat Cat with people who listen to like Tupac at the time. I'm like, yo, take it, take it. My mom had a boyfriend who, I don't know, they was thinking about getting married at one point. But he's trying to impress her younger child. This Negro, I literally made him take his Bob Marley off of his radio player and like, hey, play this MC Scat Cat or play this Where Al Yankovic in your, in your car. You're going to listen to shit I want to listen to <laughs> and, and enjoy it, man. And I apologize now because I don't want, <laughs> if I ever got a date of mama, I'm like, nah, we're not listening to Old Town Road again. I'm sorry, little boy. We're going to listen to what I won't listen to, which is NPR. We're going to listen to this boring-ass news. Oh, no, nah, not the news talk. <laughs> yeah, you're going to listen to this old-ass news. All right, what's the first video game that you was ever, like, dope at? Like that you mastered? Yeah, that you was, like, beasting at. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Nigga, I would fuck anybody up in any Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. But to- but the first one? Mm. The first one, nigga? In the warehouse? It's my shit, nigga. And I will pick the black guy, Kareem Campbell. I remember him, nigga. Nice. See me. You're the only Negro I know that got that game, bro. I'm just Actually, no, I had like four other black friends. We all had it, nigga. But you was in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Yeah, y'all look like y'all play skateboards and stuff out there. <laughs> you don't play skateboard. I, see, skateboard. Oh, I'm sorry. My, my bad, G. Kick push, bro. Kick push. <laughs> I listen to the song. That wasn't about skateboard. All right. <laughs> Damn. First video game. All right. I ain't master it, but my first favorite video game was Punch Out. Oh, oh, shit. Bro, Yo, not, not punch even. Punch out. Wait, 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 wait. Not my, is it Punch Out, Super Punch Out, or Mike Tyson's Punch Out? Mike Tyson, Joe. Oh, of course. What you mean? There's difference. I got to let, let you know because I'm a nerd. and I. Oh, <laughs> man. Punch Out was definitely like the first video game I was addicted to. Shit. The first one I probably mastered, though, it had to be between Sonic... Or Ooh. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, Crash Ooh. Bandicoot. That's a classic Ooh. right there. Ooh, classic. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. For me, uh, it was Duck Hunter. 
Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. You ain't master that shit because you don't even know the name. Yeah, Duck Hunt. It was that and then. No, nigga, you lying. You probably put the damn gun right next to the screen. No, no. You put that shit right on the screen. You know you put it right on the screen. If we get it, I can show you how nice I am. Oh, okay. And you know I got a 64 downstairs, right? Yeah. Okay. That's where all uh, the gun started. Actually, might have. Actually, might have. Um, and um, I think Goldeneye. Split screen. Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye, Goldeneye man. Goldeneye, the first big uh, first-person shooter, man. Yeah, Goldeneye was no, good, No man. odd job. You can't play with him. He's too short. Yeah, yeah that's that's dope. The first two, I would have to all say. All right, I'll say, okay, that I mastered. Uh, I mastered Psych Bike. I don't know if you remember Psych Bike on the NES. Am I the only? O- okay, fuck y'all. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that was on NES. Tetris. And nah, nah, I ain't mastered that. And then I mastered Tekken two with Bayek. I don't know if you ever played with Bayek, yeah. but I, I could two. do his ten a uh, hit combo okay. like a pro. But all his ten hits, all he did was kicks. So I ain't had to press any other buttons but the kick <laughs> buttons. I was like, boom, 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 and I'll be like, ten hit combo. It's like, damn. Your little brother kicking our ass. Like, yes, I am. I'm playing with my brother's friends, man. I was going in on that damn Tekken 2. I'll whoop your ass with uh, Paul. No, you won't. I would. You wouldn't. I would. Nigga, let's do it. Bet. Okay. Say less. Talk more. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I had everything with that one. That's yeah, a good that, one. that Tekken 2 went in, man. But Tekken 2. All right, best. What was your favorite fight video game? Mortal Kombat 2. Mm. Well, shit. I already said Tekken 2, so I'm going to go Marvel versus Capcom. Shit, I was a beast with Iron Man. Ooh. Street Fighter. I was going to say the Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Yeah, yeah, Street Fighter might Street Fighter was mean, man. Yeah. Street Fighter. Who'd yeah. you use? Uh, Chung Lee. Okay. Yep. Okay. Because she had an easy-ass combo. Hey, 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 hey. Got the job worked, done. Hey. Got the job done. <laughs> easy-ass Ken combo. Ken was definitely my man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The real G's use Ken and Ryu, B. Right, right. All do you get? <laughs> <laughs> hey, get, get used to it, bro. All right. All right. The first song you ever got to slow dance with somebody. The first song you ever got to slow dance with somebody. Oh, uh, I got it. Okay. Mine was... uh. Drew Hill, these are the times. Ooh, Ooh. man, that sound, man, that yeah. sound like cool. Like, yeah, yeah. think about this. Ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I slow dance with someone. Hmm. You go, Mister Brown. I gotta think. Uh, oh man, y'all, y'all already heard this. This is like this song changed my life, like for the better. It was Cupid. By 112, man. I just knew you was going to say R. Kelly bumping ground. (laughs) 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 You a nasty man, Mr. Brown. You're a nasty man. Yo, no, that ain't changed my life. It's only two songs that changed my life. It's Cupid's 112. And and the first time I was at a a high school hotel party and Back That Ass Up came on. And I was like, girls wearing white capri pants. And she's just like, you ain't going to do nothing. I'm like, yo, you don't know me. And yo, she just bust a split in the mid. I remember that shit like yesterday. She just bust a split. <laughs> and she's like, what you gonna do? And she just like, bouncing up and down. Nigga, I went down there too. Like, yo. Yeah. I didn't even know I could get this yeah, low, yeah. but I'm gonna get down in the day. Yeah. I thought I was just flexible. Yeah, when your homies had to get right behind you, give that some I got you, bro. I got you. I got, got you. you, bro. Yo, niggas ain't got that friendship no more like that, man. Like, nigga, I'll support you. For real, for real. I got you, nigga. Who got your back? I got First your back. Slow dance. I would have to say it's like maybe middle school. Uh, 
It was Luther. Um, the closer I get to you. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a middle school party playing that? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Man, man you went to school with black folk. Yeah. I, went, I went to school with white folk. Man, <laughs> nigga, I'm listening to Barbie Girl, by Aqua oh, and shit, nigga. I saw the sign, Ace of Bass, yeah. nigga. I'm like, damn, y'all gonna play some hippity hop music? Something? <laughs> Get yeah, jiggy was, with it, nigga. Can it we was, get jiggy with it? It was Luther, man. The closer I get to you. Shout out to Luther, man. Shout out to mm. Luther. I hate all y'all that got For to grow with black people, man. <laughs> For me, it was it was my fifth grade prom. It wasn't a... I don't remember the first... Fifth grade school. prom? Yeah, I had a fifth they grade prom. They do that? Yeah. Well, wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Am I showing my age? I'm sorry. No, I'm hating. Oh. Listen inside. Um, and I remember... It wasn't a slow dance, but it, they played Where the Party At, and I just remember this girl that had man, a crush wait, on... Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You in fifth grade when Where the Party came, at came out? I hate you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I remember this girl, she just started like, she just started grinding on me. And I was like, oh, this is, well, yes. That's why I, I don't want to do it. This is my song. <laughs> I am for this. I am for this. Coach. I was like, oh, shit. This is, this, is, this is what we do. And I was like, what do I do? And in my head, I was just like, just move your body. Just, just do what she do. Just, just, just follow her movements. And yeah, that was my. Nice. That was so cool. And that's why I think I love that song to this day. So fifth grade, a little girl was grinding on you. I don't want a daughter. <laughs> at all, like, not at all. Like, I don't be like, yo, have fun at your little dance, thinking that the boy's gonna be one side of the room, the girl's gonna no, be on the sir. other side. Not no more. And, and then I'm gonna be like, yo, what happened? Oh, I was just she gonna be like, daddy, hot girl summer. Oh! <laughs> Call Poppy. <laughs> like, I'm about to get the strap, nigga. <laughs> like, yo, been ready. Like, nah, this is not, this not, this is not what's up, man. It's not what's up. It's not cool. I don't like it, and. And Imagine I, going to your like daughter's little dance or whatever. You going to pick her up, but you just going to chaperone, and you just see them play back that ass. Something you see these little, you be like, "Oh nah, honey, we gotta go home now. Fuck this school. We switching schools. We switching districts. All that right now." So I'm gonna tell you how reckless this shit used to be, bro. And I think I've said this before. Like I, uh, this girl at the church, it was our families were cool, and somehow they convinced um, my mom to let me stay the night at her house, like. They're like, oh, we're all church friends and stuff. That girl ain't had nothing but the devil in her. Like, <laughs> like, 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 yo. And they was oh, like, wow. Man. I'm like, and they like had hella daughters. Like, they didn't invite the other family. And it was like three daughters. And that was the first time I ever seen someone like strip. Um, I hope they don't listen. They don't listen. Well, they may listen. You know what you did. You know what you did. I'm like, they give lap dances. No names. Yeah, first time I got a lap dance. The first time I saw someone like strip, she stripping like Diamond from Players Club, Ooh. and I'm like, we was young and shit, we was high schoolers. Make and I'm that like, money don't let it make I, you bad. I was <laughs> like, this shit is fantastic. And my mom was like, oh, you gonna hang out with your little church friends? That's so holy and sanctified. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't mine. Oh, she holy <laughs> <laughs> and sanctified. <laughs> I appreciate that. Now I forgot all the rest of my damn questions. I should have wrote them down. How many questions was that? Because I remember three. That was three. Three. That was three. Um, Shit. We talked about this before. We did. We did do pre-production. Oh, well. Eh. Eh. So I'm actually going to pass this this on um, that we actually hooked up with Aladdin um, because of Trap Trivia. Right now we are the Brodies. Brody. But in yeah. Trap Trivia World, we are niggas with aptitude. Because we smart. Yeah. Because yeah, we be yeah. some goddamn beasts, even though we only won once. And we'll be coming second a lot, and I don't the like that. The game was no, <laughs> man. It'd be rigged. Nah. It'd be rigged. 
It'd be rigged. Yeah. It'll be rigged, man. That chopped and screwed is rigged. Hey. That chopped and screwed section should be deleted, taken away, <laughs> and all burned. That. It's obsolete. So I just want to pass it to Aladdin because I, I like we talking about for the culture, yeah, and like the the things he's been doing as far as the culture and the community. The fact that he's kicking it uh, with us. The fact that he kicks it with trap trivia. Uh, the work he's doing on the radio. I'm like, I, my question for you is why do you feel this drive to to like share your time and talent mm-hmm. and energy uh with the community as whole because I think that's the main thing that lifts up the culture is people mm-hmm. actually moving, Dang. you know? That gave me goosebumps. I appreciate that. Oh bro. no, no, nah, no, no, for real. Um now nah, uh so being a product of of not having is the biggest thing that drives me. Like I say, you know, uh, I am from a product or an area where you know, when you had nothing, you know, and my goal was like, all right, luckily, right, my parents were Caribbean, so even though we lived in the hood and we lived in circumstances that were less than, I was able, I was lucky enough to be able to travel as a kid and see that my circumstance and where I was didn't really have to dictate who I had to be. Like, the world was bigger than being in that space. So, for me, it was like, all right, I don't like this. Like, I don't like this environment. Like, you know, I grew up in, in D.C. when it was Chocolate City. Like, I it was it was a serious situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't, no way, no way was safe. No way in the city was safe. It was a culture and an environment where literally, man, it was like, if I don't know you, don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? If you look me in my face, it means you got a problem. Like, it was a very hostile environment. I grew up in a crack era. So, you know... Coming from that and seeing that, you know, I've always wanted to be, I wanted to make it out of that first and foremost. And then on top of that, it was just like, all right, you know, what what ways, if I do make it, how can I give back? So, you know, that's always been my drive. I've always wanted to be, just be that person and let people know, like, yo, where you at ain't where you got to go or where you got to be. So that that's my 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 why, you know. Um, but on top of that, you know, just just wanting to make or just be a positive role model and show people like, yo, you can live out your dreams. It take hard work. It take a, a hell of a lot of work. I'm still working and building. You know what I'm saying? Some people may think, you know, oh yeah, you you successful, you made it. I'm, I ain't even tapped into what I can be or, or could be. You surface. know what I'm saying? Not even. You know what I'm saying? So you know that's why I continue to work as hard as I do. Like nothing comes easy out here. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it's always been like. I see how other communities help each other. And it's like, damn, why can't we do that with our own? You know what I'm saying? We so quick to support someone else or help someone else's business. You know what I'm saying? Not to tap, go back to this, man, but the biggest thing, man, we help Popeyes make $23 million in a week. Can you imagine what we would have did if we put $23 million into our community? You know what I'm saying? So it's things like that that I look at situations. I'll be like, damn, at what point do we get it? You know what I'm saying? So I just try to continue to be that person to, you know, just guide and speak on things like that, like moving the culture forward. And and only way we're going to be able to continue to move the culture forward is if we help us. You know, so anything that I have or any resource that I have, you know, a lot of people get in this game and they get and they don't want to give. And I've always, and you don't see that in other communities. They keep that within circle, within their circles. So it's like, if we keep 
I think we're in a, in an age of information, right? So are we now? Like it's like we don't really have no excuse for real, for real. Like now we gotta apply what we saying and what we know. And so for me, it's just always trying to preach that message and. You know, I'm being that role model, like, all right, yeah, I got this, I got that. You know what I'm saying? I started Tribe Trivia, you know. Um, I got so many other things that, you know, I'm working on. And it's like, yeah, why not build this community and, and help us realize, like, yo, no matter where you are, like, yo, don't get big-headed. Like, put it back into your community, so... Talking about you ain't make it. This nigga pulled up to the crib in a flying jet. Oh, like, oh man, stop it. I was like, this nigga. He got a helicarrier out there. I was like, oh, shit. I, I ain't look at the... just bought the, uh, the uh, helicopter Uber. What my girl say? <laughs> On a helipad. Okay, he so... got a helicopter. But I wanted to make one quick comment. Um, You was talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Anybody in your community can make it better? Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I know we can. I mean, I tried it. The joint was cool, but it, for me, it wasn't. It wasn't worth the crave, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was good, don't get me wrong. And I ain't even have a whole one. I just had a half, you know what I'm saying? So but it shit. was just like, it was. It was good. I ain't going to lie to you. But at the end of the day, like, it's like, damn, look at the marketing. Like, and the, the crazy part is when I went back and did my research, that jump wasn't new. It wasn't. It's that's been a, there. That was, it's it been, been there. there. That's, the part, that's the part that killed me. I was like, That shit's been yo. there for months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo. But, they, but see, I'm going to tell you what they did, though. And it was like. Uh, I was I don't know if y'all follow this dude Nino Brown on um on IG, but he is no 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 Nino Brown three hundred five. Nah, he, yo, if y'all ever get a chance, man, follow him. I call him Ghetto Gospel, cause that's like he he speak he like is is ghetto the way he do it. But if you listen to what he's saying, yo, it's, it's nothing but the truth. But it made sense when he said it. He was like, yo, he was like when he did his research, he went back and he looked at it. He was like. Yo, um, Popeye's stock wasn't even worth that much before this situation happened, right? So what they did was, he said, Chick-fil-A and Popeye's owners got together. And what they did, they formulated a plan on how to market. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to send, Pop Chick-fil-A was making so much money that they wanted to, they not necessarily turn customers away, but it was like, yo, we want to funnel some of this money we making. You get what I'm saying? And on top of that, if you think about it too, think about the areas they put Chick-fil-A. Is Chick-fil-A in the hood? Oh no, this is how I know a place is gentrified. If you got a Chick-fil-A, a Panera, uh, a Chipotle all right by Walgreens. each other. Walgreens. Walgreens, mm -hmm. uh, Target. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this shit about to, yeah. about to change. Oh yeah, nah, for sure. Even a 7-Eleven. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, think like, because... I know 7-Eleven is definitely the first thing because it never used to be this many 7-Elevens in D.C. But, um, yeah, so they put a plan together on some marketing. Like, yo, like, we, I hate to say it like this, but it's certain customers they don't want buying Chick-fil-A, point blank, period. Let's just be, let's be real. Like, spade, you know spade. what I'm saying? If they put it in certain neighborhoods, and when, the when you start traveling outside of your neighborhood to get their product, you know what I'm saying? This is what Nino was saying. He was like, so they was like, yo, let's put, let's set up a situation. We put a marketing plan together where the hood people are going to Popeye's getting the chicken sandwiches. And that's what they did. You know what I'm saying? So, Damn. you know, it, it, yeah, it's, it's deep, man. But it's, like I said, it just kind of goes back to they work together. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got to, we got to be in a situation where, in a space where we can, we continuously, trying to uplift and and put us in better positions. Because if we got the spending power, why not spend it 
on a situation or put it in in, in something that's going to benefit us. And that's the part we haven't really connected the tapped dots on. Yeah, we ain't tapped into the, you know, we talk about the hate and this and that. And I got haters and woo, woo, woo. Man, what? What you got haters for? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, like I said, going back to the energy thing, the energy you put out is the energy you're gonna receive. I don't believe I got haters. If you don't like me for whatever reason, that's all right, you, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. your that's your personal business. But you ain't got no reason to hate on me. Like I I ain't doing nothing but positive shit out here and trying to help people. So you know what I'm saying? Like, but on a, on some deeper shit, you know what I'm saying? I can't even be mad because Jesus tried to. I don't know what y'all religious. You know what I'm saying? Or for whoever listening, America. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but. According to the Bible, Jesus tried to give you the whole world and save everything, and they killed him. So what make me any less? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just like, you know, people going to hate. People going to have jealousy, envy, whatever. But you can't you can't tap into that. You tap into it, then that's when you get that energy. So, Yeah, and that's definitely how we try to project. That's why we do what we do. Uh, of course, Brodies, we do it for the culture to move the culture. And... Uh, as we, we wrap up this episode, you talked about these projects that you're doing. Is there any projects you're willing to talk about right now that, that yeah, you're doing man, right I now? A, that a big that's... project I've been putting together for the past couple of months. Um, so the DMV to me is, is we've had our own culture and style of music. It's called Go-Go. Um, but now we're like in our infancy stages of like the rap the rap game, things like that. So a um, uh, big project that I was, I've was i been working on for the past couple of months, and it's happening um, October 12th. Uh, I was awarded the official contract uh, for A3C this year to make the DMV a partnership with A3C. For those that don't know what A3C is, it's a big music and tech conference they do every year in Atlanta. Um, it's pretty much like I heard of South by Southwest. Yeah. It's the South by Southwest of Atlanta. Okay. Pretty much, you know what I'm saying? So um, we had to prove to the city of Atlanta, like, why D.C. is the next, pretty much, like, why they the next, or why we are the next um, up-and-coming music city. So they reached out to, you know what I'm saying, like, a couple of cities had to present some cases um, as far as, uh, you know, why they should be awarded uh, uh, or, you know, official partnership with A3C this year. So based on some metrics and things that we had to prove as far as, like, we use like uh, analytics as far as using social media, showing how much traction people were looking at DMV artists, things like that. We were able to present that, and they awarded us the official contract. So um, October 12th, I'm taking uh, 15 DMV artists down to Atlanta, all expenses paid. Um, we're going down there. We're doing a big showcase, you know, just representing the DMV culture. Congrats, man. Yeah, congrats, man. Congrats, thank you. It's been congrats, so, man. I just got back from Atlanta. Man. Congrats. Nah, thank you, man. Congrats, so, man. We don't got a clap track for you, but... Hey, I take it, I take it, I take it. Nah, man. So, yeah, it's been a lot of hard work. I literally just came back from Atlanta uh, this past weekend. I um, went down there to do the site checks, make sure everything's straight. Um, so, yeah, we just got some big things in the works, man. So that's the biggest project uh, I got going on. Um, you know, and then, like I said, it's just taking our artists down there, you know, showcasing them, bringing that energy back here and, and trying to build that community home. You know what I'm saying? Like, so doing things like this, you know, maybe we can bring some of the artists on the podcast and, you know, oh, a bunch of different things, man. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to spread the wealth, the man. Yeah. Bring them on the couch. couch. Absolutely. And the Bredode <laughs> with the bros on the couch. But yeah. I wanted to make I wanted to make a comment about your, like, talking about, like, the culture and stuff like that. One of the things I think that could help us as black men, mm-hmm. it's like, you know how when you walk down the street, you see other black men, he just like meme on you for no reason? 
It used to be like that all the time, and it's not anymore. It's man. not. A, it's, it's like yeah, not as bad, yeah. but you still feel like it's like. A, sometimes you can feel like that little awkward tension. Sometimes I'm from the South, baby. We don't do that. If yeah. you mean, well, I'm, well, from, yeah, I'm from lie. New York. Like, I'm from New York, so yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so. be me mugger all the time. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like if we were just able to like just stop and start talking to each other more, because I feel like when I'm listening, when I used to listen to my grandmother talk, she would tell me stories about how like oh the whole neighborhood know each other, everybody walking on the street. Yeah. How this? How that? How about like? But I feel like people don't do that as much anymore. Just being more openly mm. friendly. I think I I disagree. I think it's actually I it used to be like that. I think definitely now more days. I don't know. Like my interactions, like is is interesting. I now more so when I see black black men, it's more like what's up, brother? What's up, king? You know what I'm saying? Like I've been getting a lot of that but I, energy. But I also feel like that goes into like you're you're kind of more like a public figure now. So like it's like a different. Mm. <laughs> I mean, touche. I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I, I mean, you know. I feel like that also plays a part in it, too. So I like using myself, for example. Right. Like, I'm not, like, besides them, people that listen, you wouldn't know me if you saw me walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't, I, I take pride in, in seeing another black man now. Like No, no. no like, I take pride yeah, in it, yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, that's interesting. So I'm saying, like, like for me, it's like, I don't get that Do same. you, let me ask you this. Do you speak first? Uh, if I'm like walking by somebody, I usually say like I always be like, "Hey, what's up? Like, you know, how you doing? Like, how you doing, man? How you doing, sir? If somebody's older than me or whatever." Yeah. So I usually like if I'm walking past you, and, like we're making eye contact, I'll say it. Right. Like I'm never that person that walks with like my head down. My yeah. uncle always is like, "Nigga, nigga, walk, look forward, walk with your head up." So like right. I right. always make a note to like. I don't say know. Hi. Like I always, if even if I don't say nothing, I just give you the you know the, the head, head, the nah, head nah, nah, nah. Like what's up? You know you, you know what like, what's up, man? What's like, up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like so. I just feel like that's one thing. Like just like. Like, if I'm walking down the street and I can see, like, somebody clearly looks upset, just be like, hey, you know, are you okay? Like, little things like that. Yeah, I feel oh, like nah, sure. older generations used to do that, like, in their community. And now you'll do that for your friends. Right, but, like, right. sometimes you never know who you could touch. So it's like, for sure, man. Like, if you're just walking down the street, you see, like, somebody just looks like they look like they've been through it. Just be like, bro, it's crazy. You never know just saying hello. You know yeah. what I'm saying? How are you? Like. A, a simple, a simple hello, a simple how you doing can change somebody's whole day, and you just don't know what people go through. Yeah, but, like, but just uh, uh, that simple gesture, hey, how you doing today? You okay? Mm-hmm. That can change somebody's whole life, or that, or their de- not their whole, but their day. And it put, can change their life. Yeah, I yeah, heard people yeah. say like, "Yo, so and so said hello to me, man," and I was literally thinking about committing suicide that day. You, yeah, you just never you know, know what, what people saying? going through. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You never know what people going through at any given moment. So I've always been taught just to speak. People don't speak back. Hey, you spoke. You keep it moving. That's but it. again, like a simple hello. How you doing? You okay today? You know. Yeah. That goes a long way. It goes a long way nice. in people's lives. That's what I be thinking, man. I'm big on watching music biographies and biopics. I love anytime, any, it don't matter what genre of music, I watch the music biopic. And every once and again, I'm watching and I was like, damn, they knew each other <laughs> back back then. Oh, yeah and, and, yeah. and I'm thinking like right now, someone's going to look back at this episode and they're going to look at the four of us and they're going to be like, Damn, they knew each other. It was just yeah, hanging word, out yeah. and, and facts, kicking it with facts. each other before facts. like their the names got major. Cause I feel this city, this time, us as as black folk, as people of uh descendants of those who survived that journey across the Atlantic Ocean, man, we, we are creating things that are unfathomable, unfathomable uh, right now that is, like, amazing. Like, the only one that fuck up words. No, yeah, 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 but I don't make it a habit, bro. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> ah, 
And but, he's my Brody. Yeah, I am your Brody, but I keep it real with you, Holmes. <laughs> I keep it real. But the fact that we're surrounded by all these talented people, these amazing people doing amazing things uh, in the community, amazing things with their talent. I've always been big about reciprocity, mm. that you got to put that energy, whatever you put out of energy, you got to do back because we do it for the people. I know our kids because we teach children on a regular basis yeah. that we teach where we teach. And I told my kids the other day, the reason I'm here is because you look like me. And it was like, I'm like I've never, I've taught, I, I've been teaching America for nine years now in the DMV area. I have yet to teach a white child. And I teach where I teach because I know that will be the highest concentration of people who look like me. I have no offense to teaching white kids. Just in the areas of northeast and southeast that I've taught, there were no white children to be had. And I do it because someone saw me and said, hey, you got potential. You're great. You could do it. And since I've been able to do that, I'm like, hey, you got dreams. You got hopes. Because... Mm-hmm. My greatest thing is watching kids' dreams die. That's devastating to me. Even seeing adults' dreams die is devastating. And so we got to uplift. What's your dream? What's your dream? What's your dream? Let's, let's, let's do that. We could combine our dreams. By our dreams combined, we are Captain Planet. <laughs> let's do this, We could be the planet. Yeah, yeah. We could do, we could do everything. I we got could a do dream. big, big things. What's your dream, bro? Give me a hug, nigga. You're no. not, get, not getting a hug, bro. See? That's a dumb dream. Have bigger oh, dreams. Nice. <laughs> Have bigger, bigger aspirations, man. Bigger aspirations than a hug from me. Man, uh, Brody of the Week? Any Brody's of the Lamar week? fucking Jackson. My nigga is killing my Ravens. Oh, sorry. Was that oh, yo, you, you hype. Nice. You hype. Lamar, Lamar Jackson That's is your, bro, That's your my Brody guy. of the Week. That's All my Brody. Right. Cool, Two cool beans. We taking it this year. Big Ben hurt. The Bengals are trash. I don't believe in the Browns. We taking it. Cool. Got to go to the Cowboys. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. Ooh. I can't say nothing because they first, like, four games against trash people. It's like. Hey, listen. <laughs> I, and it's cool. I will start the season off 4-0. I'm cool I was like, You're right. And guess what? Now, don't, you know, chill out because the Packers do roll into town. And we do got the bad man. And we know what he does in Dallas, man. you know. But but my brother of the week is, is, is Aladdin, man. I appreciate you coming out here to rock with us, man. I appreciate uh, y'all. Taking time out your schedule, um, and, and just sharing your, you know, your thoughts, your perspective on life and what you're doing. So we seeing you the best with everything, man. So you are the Brody of the week for me, man. So I appreciate you. Love, I appreciate that. My Brody of the week coming out to all the fathers and mothers who came support their kids. Uh, my first black football game that I coached, and we won. We won. We won. The we dynasty won. starts. Yeah, yeah the, yo, we, we was racking up them points, bro. Who? Uh, nah, we ain't there yet, but like <laughs> we, we put up 49 points, and we put a 40-burger up on them boys today. Like So we, we doing it, man. Shout out to the kids who, who's working hard, who's, uh, who, who take coaching. You know, some people don't take coaching. That's a fact. And, you know, so they took the coaching and, and do that. I know you wasn't prepared for it, but Aladdin, you got a Brody of the week. He's oh, like, nope. Uh, Brody, of <laughs> Brody, 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 Brody. 
I'm just a neutral baby. I don't man, do all that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I guess my mom go to y'all, man, because I appreciate y'all. You know, what I'm saying, invite me on the show and you know, showing me hospitality. So I appreciate y'all for letting me come and say, "Fuck y'all, couch." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ain't gonna be yelling that shit too much. <laughs> I think that shit cool, and no one ain't gonna say nothing. Now. I try to respect all guests, but I'm not gonna lay hands on you. But I ain't the only one in the world that got hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> As they say. But man, it's been a wonderful time as we talk about doing it for the culture. We are the Brody Gang. Gang. Brody. Gang. Brody. Uh, no, I'm that's nah. It. That's, that's it. it. That's I, it. Yeah, I, Brown I, is upset. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm Mr. Brown. Poppy. Poppy kills me every time. Cass. Aladdin the Prince. Follow me on all social media at Aladdin D A Prince. One and, word. And you can check out Aladdin on 93.9 from 10 to 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be at work, bro. I ain't gonna lie, but you got an app <laughs> <laughs> on this Android phone. Use that app. Put the man phones in, uh, man. Rock with your boy. Uh, uh, Kid, y'all got to test today. I got to listen. Yeah, to this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, chill out, chill out. Hey, all right, man. And hey, we out. This episode was brought to you by. Brody's on on Brody's.